We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here we go with the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Happy Valentine's Day. It's a Friday, the beginning of the weekend. Valentine's Day. Ooh, if that doesn't get you going, nothing will. Tonight, I'm heading out to Las Rosas. I'm going to check out a band of Starry Night from right here in Miami. They've got this kind of doom, gloom, indie rock that sounds really, really cool. Another band out of Orlando by the name of Alien Witch. So Las Rosas could be a hot spot. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a hot spot because Valentine's Day is day and day. And if I ever have a daughter, I'm naming her Valentine. Maybe Valentine's if the lady lets me get away with it so much. Enough about my personal life, though. We are going to get into some sports. The Joe Rose Show talking with Coach Q about last night's frustrations and who to point the finger at. Dan Lebetard Show. Stu Gatz. He is making his Valentine's Day reservation call. Oh, you got to hear it. It's going to be absolutely hilarious. Then first take, your take, catches up with D. Wade. Talking about who could win the NBA Finals. But right now, let's talk about those headlines. This weekend, a busy one in the sports world featuring the Canes baseball team opening their season against Rutgers, the NBA All-Star Game, and the Daytona 500. The Panthers pulled Bobrovsky from goal and had a players-only meeting following their loss last night to Philly 6-2. They play the Oilers tomorrow at 4. The Canes basketball team will face Wake Forest tomorrow at 2 here in Miami. And, of course, you can hear it right here on 560 The Joe. Pre-game starts at 1.30. Washington will cut Josh Norman, waving the cornerback. will save the team $12.5 million. ESPN's metrics poll has the Canes football team ranked 23rd for the upcoming 2020 season. Miami opens with Temple at home September 5th. Pitcher Brad Boxberger and Miami native infielder Sean Rodriguez have agreed to terms with the Marlins. Miami opens its season at home March 26th against the Phillies. Liga MX star Rudolfo Pizarro is finalizing a deal to join Inter-Miami CF. The Mexican national played midfield for Monterey. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a New York couple won a raffle that allowed them to have a romantic Valentine's meal for two hours between 2.30 and 4.30 a.m. this morning in a cleared-out Grand Central Station. Of those two hours, only about one hour and 55 minutes were filled with awkward silence. A couple in Sea Isle City, New Jersey, recently gave birth to a baby girl. Records show it is the first child born in the city In over 40 years, I know where I'm not spending spring break. A man in Great Britain has snagged a Valentine's date after buying a billboard and combing through applicants. Pretty sure he's getting some because if you're taking out an ad and if you're answering that ad, you're both DTF. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast has a chance of rain with temperatures in the mid-70s. For the best poker tournaments in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Visit HyliaPark.com for our poker tournament schedule, plus join us for our $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for details. This morning, the Joe Rose Show, they dove into it. It might be Valentine's Day, but not a lot of love surrounding the Panthers right now. 
They just don't seem to have it together. They talked with Coach Joel Quinville about the frustrations of the team. It's a team game, so you take team blame. Old school versus new school, plus the upcoming trade deadline. We got a lot to get to. A lot of stuff happening last night. Not not a great start. You have to bench your goalie after the first period. The defense in front of them wasn't anything special. It was just one of those nights. What frustrated you the most in general about the game last night that you didn't see from your team? Well, I thought we had a decent start. We gave up uh, gave up a goal. I thought we were all right. And I thought when we gave up that second goal, we basically sagged and uh, we didn't uh, pick up anything going on in the second period. And we gave up one more after that at the end of the first. So it was like, you know, you're down 3 nothing, and it's a uh, at home and it's a huge game. And, uh, and then all of a sudden you got a huge hole to, to try to climb back into it. And our second period wasn't very good. That was where we, we figured we had to get something going. It was kind of one of those where we're our second periods lately have been very poor and uh we didn't get generate much in the third we came back and uh, got a little excited there we got a right. couple quick goals and all of a sudden put ourselves back in the game but uh, you know too much not happening much in the second period after uh, a decent first but giving up those two late goals in the first period definitely was definitely what slowed us down or that was the difference to me in the game and losing everything uh momentum-wise in the game. Coach, are you more frustrated with some of your defensive problems right now or more with Bobrovsky and, and the way he's played at times? Well, I don't know if we can talk. I think it's, you know, yeah, we get as equally, uh, you know, you can pass around blame. I think everybody should accept uh, some of this responsibility because I think it's a uh, it's a team thing and how, how you compete, uh, you know, leads to uh, doing the right things defensively. And, uh, you know, so it's not just one area. I think the consistency of uh, playing the right way comes from playing hard and playing together. And uh, I think the harder you work, the the better the system works and the better your structure is. So, Coach, before the All-Star break, it seemed like this team was just on a roll. You know, what do you think happened after the All-Star break that this team changed? I don't know if it was a defining moment because I thought we came out of it, uh, the break, uh, you know, feeling good, a couple of good practices, and then just had a real tough game against Montreal, kind of a dead game. We're fortunate uh, to pick up points in the next two. Uh, since then, we've had uh, some decent games. I thought we had three decent games in a row here at Pittsburgh and then going on that road trip. The Philly game in Philly was all right. Uh, not great, but okay. And then I thought we had a decent game in uh, Jersey, but last night's game was one of those disappointing games again where we uh, we got to find a way to get back where we're excited about playing we play hard we play uh, together um, we generate we defend well I mean that's the uh, you know and then it's fun doing that and you get a lot of excitement in your team game and right now we got to find that feeling and to capture some of that uh, playing the right way and playing together and I think that's uh, and playing hard for one another that's what we got to find well coach you guys have been really good on the power plays and then now all of a sudden the last four games you're 0 for 12 have you noticed anything's changed or the puck's just not going in or what's been the biggest problem? Yeah, a little bit about our game, our team game. I think we're, uh, you know, whether we're not sharp or we're, we're, we don't have our patience with possession or uh, relentlessly uh, retrieving pucks or getting to the uh, hard areas, those little things add up. And I think that, uh, you know, I think when our power play clicks, I think it helps our five-on-five game. It helps our team game. Uh, but that excitement is something that, uh, you know, we've had all year. And, uh, and then when it goes dry, you know, it kind of filters in your uh, possession game. And uh, the guys, when they're playing together at the lines, and uh, you know, all of a sudden that confidence or that, uh, you know, having a puck on your stick and doing the right things, it uh, seems like it goes hand in hand. But we're, uh, you know, you, you, you can feel it when the power play's not working. And it really, 
you know, I don't mind that you don't you don't score in the power play as long as you're generating stuff. But we're, right now, I think our power play we're we're losing some of the momentum in the game. Coach, you've been around as uh, as the as the head man of uh, for a hockey teams for a long time. What, what do you think of players only meetings? You see, most of the time through the years, they work or not. I think over time, I think uh, you know whether it's short term. I think that uh, there's uh, you know whether how they how they do it, what they say. I think that's a uh, but the best thing is how they react to uh, those kind of things and I think that's all part of uh, the game and the sport that uh, it's a team and uh, we as coaches do everything we can as players uh, some responsibility as far as competing and being proud about uh, representing the team and the organization and the fans that come and see us play and root for us and expect uh, a hard effort every single game and I think that's uh, that's the least they, they should be expecting and uh, we should be delivering on that aspect alone and so how it comes out uh, to me it's uh, you can say anything you want to, to me actions speak way louder than the words yeah no I'm, I'm with you now I, I played for a guy and I know sports has changed coach I know this Don Shula was was uh, was old school where he call you out in front of the team <laughs> not just in the team nothing private one-on-one it was just you got called out in front of everybody so he knew it worked I always thought it worked like damn you got called out but then that could be me too does that still work that style or do you have to be different now well, everybody has their way of uh, dressing situations. I know whether you, you whether you're, you uh, individually call them out, whether you're uh, you know you call them in there privately, whether you you know how you get your point across. I think that's the that's the message of uh, trying to make sure that uh, you know we expect more in situations. But I think over the course of the season, you'll be handling every situation, whether they're called out individually when we're showing video. Away. It's uh, whether it's positive or not is constructive. That's how we go about it. I think everybody's been guilty. Of, uh, being in some negative clips or some negative situations over the course of uh, where we're at right now, and but there's some balance with the reinforcing in a positive way too. But I think that's all part of it. That uh, hey, we're all going to make mistakes. Hockey is a game of mistakes, and I think that uh, how you learn, how you deal with them, uh, makes you a better team and a better player. And that's what we got to be at. Um, so delivery is part of it. And I think uh, making them awareness to what uh, what's right and what's wrong is, is is part of that. And I think that uh, trying to present it as positive as you can is part of the. Uh, I guess the delivery and the message and, uh, you know, how, how hard you want to be. I think that uh, the flavor changes based on how things are going. You know, one of the players that's been under the microscope lately is Bobrovsky. Is it something that's in his, he's in his own head and how do you get him back to top form? Well, I thought he had a real good stretch there going into the, uh, the break. Um, coming out of it, I thought he had some decent games. I thought last night was a tough game. Goalies are—it's—it's uh, it's a tough business knowing that you're the last line of defense, and, and uh, you know expectations come with the with the game and the position. And we know the importance of, uh, of goaltending between winning and losing. And I think that uh, I think as a goaltender, you do what you can't try to do. He's very competitive. He's very uh, methodical on his approach. And with towels, I think that uh, you know some games, you know, they're constantly evaluating uh, you know goals that. Uh, we should be expecting a save, and there's some goals that we should be expecting to be defending better. we both absorbing some responsibility in that area, whether it's the coverage in front of them or uh, the save that's been expected. Um, I think we can be better in both. I just think that's part of it right now. I think goalies get hot stretches over the course of the season. We're going to need them to get hot here because we know that uh, we got to start winning games, and, and goaltending's got to be a big part of that uh, turnaround. Coach, the trade deadline is, is coming up. You expect you and Dale to be talking about potentially adding a piece or two, whether it's defensively or backup goalie or trying some different things, or you think you stay with this same group? Oh, we'll definitely be talking. We'll definitely 
definitely looking at uh, ways we can improve our hockey team. That will definitely be uh, under discussion. Be visiting that as well. So it's a uh, you know I think going into it right now, you know whether you're looking at different areas needs be, um, you probably be looking forwards D and goaltender. I think that uh, if we can improve our team in any of those areas, I think we will and can. And that's where it's at. Dale's doing everything he can right, right. now to uh, look at options and possibilities. So we'll we'll be going through that. Vince, and it's coming around here sooner than you think. Achari, how bad's the injury, Coach? You, ex- you expect him back soon? We'll know more here shortly. Uh, he's a tough kid. He, he's gone through a lot. He plays with uh, a lot of different annoyances. Knowing him, um, you know, there's a good chance he could uh, be uh, be okay, and we'll see how he is for tomorrow. But there's a chance that he could play tomorrow. Coach, I always wonder, you've been through the highs and lows of this game, so I know you've seen it all over and over, but when things aren't going well and you understand it's a tough push and not falling behind everybody, what do you like after a game like last night? What What is it? I got to go in there. Or, no, no, no. I've been through this before. I'm just going to go in and talk to the coaches and get well, the hell get, out of you here. You only get so many turns like that, right? You got to you, you do it uh, how you address the team uh, between periods or after a game, and I generally don't address the team after the game. When you, when you, when you do, you make sure that uh, – I could have gone in there after the first period. I could have gone in there after the second period. After the game, I always feel it's better the next day. That's all part of uh, you know recognizing the team and where it's at. Uh, I think everybody was uh, you can be frustrated. Um, I hope there's there's nothing wrong with being PO'd, but at the same time, uh, let's make sure that that's a good thing. And how you wow. uh, come in today is going to be uh, hey, let's let's move forward here. Toronto got beat last night. Uh, we didn't lose any ground in that fashion. But let's uh, hey, let's start doing our own thing here and controlling our own destiny here. We got to uh, get some work to do, and right. uh, and let's find a way to get it done in a positive way. Coach, as always, man, thank you so much for for coming on and appreciate it. Good All luck right. coming up. Thank you. All right, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. We keep saying it, Coach Q, going to get this team in the right direction. We got to stop saying it. It needs to start happening. It is that time. I'm hoping, hoping tomorrow against Edmonton, things will get right. We'll just have to wait and see. I'm going to stop saying it, and we're just going to start watching it, see what happens. Up next, you got to hear what Stugatz did trying to get a reservation in Chicago, NBA All-Star Weekend on Valentine's Day for something like eight people. Hold tight. This is the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and I love Valentine's Day. Any day that you can show more and more love is a good day to me. I love weddings too, not just because of the open bar, but because dancing and love and love. You just celebrate love. Every day should be quote-unquote Valentine's Day, but today's designated for it, so I like it a lot. And Stu Gotts from the Dan Lebitard Show, he loves it also. He's going to the NBA All-Star Game this weekend, but he's got some dinner reservations he needs to make. Right now he makes the call. I do not think there is anything that we do around here that when you're listening to it, uh, makes you feel feel more unclean than what we're about to play for you. It is it's got like a film on it. It's dirty. It's unctuous. You can't turn away. It's deeply uncomfortable. Uh, but our thanks to Spiaggia in Chicago during a very busy time. They took Stugatz's phone call. It is the NBA All Star Weekend. It is uh, Valentine's Day. This is one of the most popular restaurants in Chicago, and Stugatz does what he does best, which is be unctuous. Line Spiaggia Cafe Spiaggia. Sarah speaking. How may I assist you? Hey, Sarah. How you doing? Well, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Very nice of you. How can I assist? 
listen, I am in uh, quite the bind here, and I am hoping you need a Sarah. Reservation for tomorrow? Yeah, listen, I got engaged there, and I was okay. supposed to take care of this months ago. And okay. I know it's NBA All Star Weekend. I know there's a ton of people coming okay. in. What's, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Stugatz, S T U G O T Z. Perhaps you've okay. heard of me. I work for ESPN. I don't know, maybe. Um, okay, well, nice to meet you. Mr. Gutz, yes. I literally just got off the phone with somebody who canceled. Are you kidding and that me? It's rare. So, really? I, what we're going to do. In the main dining room? Uh huh. Oh, so 615? 615. I mean, a little early, to be honest with you. It's like an 815 prime time, baby. I'm so sorry. We are so full. Um, Wait, we uh, yeah, have- but hold on, hold on. Listen to me. Listen to me. We are getting close, okay? There might be a negotiation here. Listen, ESPN, national radio show, national TV show, and perhaps you should speak to the owners there. Tell them I got engaged. I will promote you guys for the rest of time on social media, on the TV show, on the radio show, if you can bump the 615 to 715. How about that? I'm halfway. How about that? Okay. Let me. And I got a little. Listen, I'm bringing the three headed monster. I am bringing Bill Cartwright, Luke Longley, and Bill Wennington. I I mean. So a party of four? Yeah. Well, really a party plus our wives plus one yeah eight so a party of five what did you have well a party a party of eight but what did you have at 615 how big was the party i only had for a party of two see i don't know if we can accommodate eight however however okay i'm gonna put you on a brief hold okay listen i can tell luke longley to get lost okay i'm just let me see what we can do i'm looking at all of these reservations right now and i'm just gonna put you on a brief hold okay oh my god i feel budding friendship coming here okay (laughs) of course bye-bye not bye-bye no, 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 never bye bye. Okay, good. Spagios. Thank you for holding. This is Tara. Hey, Sarah. This is Stigatz, ESPN. I was, uh, you were trying to get me the reservation, right? Oh, no, that was Sarah. This is, I'm sorry. My name is Tara. I'm oh, the general oh okay. How you doing, Tara? Yeah, it, listen, uh, there's no way Will Bomb waits this long on hold. I mean, that doesn't happen. That is crazy. I'm teasing. I don't care. Uh, but I'm waiting for Sarah, you know? No, Sarah grabbed me because she mentioned just because we are fully booked for tomorrow night. So right. I was just I wanted to so, talk to you to see if there was anything that I can do. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly something you could do. A reservation uh, for eight at seven fifteen would be delightful. <laughs> You'll save my marriage. I, now, l- listen, I know there's a six fifteen for two that just opened up. I think we give that to the Thibodeaux, okay? Because they like to eat early. You know Tom, right? I'm sure. I... Right. So listen, while you're looking, I just want to tell you, okay? So I have the three-headed monsters. Uh, I have the Longleys, the Cartwrights, and the Wennington's. I'm okay doing away with Luke Longley. Um, and if you tell me it's just a table for two, then I'll have to decide. Forget about my wife. I'll decide between Bill Cartwright and and, uh, and Bill Wennington. That's going to be tough. And then I have yes. to break Ron Karkovice's heart. I don't know what to do here. This is tough. I mean. Yeah. No, but, definitely. I mean, it's a, it's so tough because it's the day before Valentine's Day. Um, I know. And the Ricketts so want to join me. The Epsteins. I mean, usually Ozzy Guillen likes to come in. He walks around the place. He might a few people off. But he hands out roses and the prize. A very nice thing that I do. I right, listen. I bring a lot of star, uh, star power. This is a big deal every year for me, Valentine's, you know? No, absolutely. I totally understand. I just, for a party of eight, it does make things a little bit more difficult because right. I don't have that much flexibility when I'm doing two to three full turns in the dining room. Right. Um, so the, I'm honestly, the best I can do for a party of eight is do a 5.30 for a party of eight. 5.30, party of eight. How about we look at the 
guest list, you and I together. I mean, you're looking. I'm not physically there. I'll be there. I'm flying in tonight. But maybe you take someone from the 730 category, that range, who doesn't quite have the promotional platforms that I have. <laughs> you bump them down to 530, boom. You put me, Luke Longley, and Ron Karkovice, 730 prime time. I, I know. That sounds amazing. But unfortunately, Listen, I I'm bringing Willie Galt. I'm bringing Willie Galt. Uh, Willie Galt. <laughs> <laughs> you could bring... Um, anybody who wanted, but I cannot push. I unfortunately can't push any reservations that are. What if I brought Barack Obama? I mean, (laughs) a friend of a friend, I will make a call. I'll see if the Obamas have Valentine's. But if I bring him in, I got the table, right? Oh, well, you do have a table at 530 if you want to make that. Hold on. Yeah, but Barry likes to eat later. And so here is what I'm saying. I have a 530 and a 615. You is, have a is the no, 615 no. still available, or or have we given that to the uh, to the Thibodeaux? The 615 is still available. What I can do right now is a 530 party of eight altogether, one what, table. What if I made it four? Hold on. There are going to be a couple of C notes for you. In fact. I will kick my wife out if you'd like to join me for Valentine's Day. Oh, no. oh my gosh. No. Well, it'll, be me, is- you, it'll be me, you, Longley, and Cartwright. How about that? <laughs> and the Galts. I can do a party of four right. at 7.30. Okay, so it's me and my wife. So of this list, who would you most want to have dinner with, okay? The Wilbons, the Epsteins, <laughs> the Gians, the Carcavices. The Bushlers or Ozzy Gian? That's a tough one. I know, I'm, I'm going to go dealer's choice. I'll, I'll go dealer's choice for you. I whatever, whomever you'd like. I'm only I'm, I'm only asking you for the for the purpose of the reservation. That's all. That's the only reason oh. I was asking. So let's put it under my name, Stugatz, S T U G O T Z, and the Cartwrights. Okay, one second. Uh, Bill's going to be so happy. Uh, and, and a little room for Bill. He's seven feet tall, okay, Bill? Right. You remember Bill, right, back in the Jordan yeah. days? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. All right. So you got, what is your phone number? Uh, it is a... Uh, okay. Gots, G-O-T-Z. So, four, six, I've eight, never looked at nine. the numbers or anything. I just tell people... Four. Yeah, Gots, yeah, I don't know. Is that what it okay. is? I think so. <laughs> awesome. All right, just need one more thing from you, Stugatz. Yes. To hold this reservation. What do you need? I do need a deposit. Okay, let me get that from Dan. Hold on a second. <laughs> right, what okay. kind of deposit are we talking about, right? Um, it's yes. It's uh, so it's a thirty dollars per person deposit. So it's one hundred and twenty dollars. I mean, Cartwright made a hundred million in his career. I got to lay out thirty for him. It's unbelievable. Hold on. <laughs> let me see if Levitard's around. He's my co-host. Uh, I usually use his credit card for things like this. Text Bill Cartwright. I don't have my, any plastic on me. All I have is cash. I just carry cash. I'm cool. Hold on, I'm getting it for you. I promise. All right, Tara. So here is the credit card number. It is one two three four. We're good. All we'll right. see you tomorrow night. Okay. All right. All right. Good. One no. two three four. Expiration no. date is five six. Okay. No. See you, see you, Sarah. I don't know about you, but I love prank calls. And that wasn't even so much a prank call, although it was kind of a prank call. Growing up, one of my favorite things to do, one of my things that was not a favorite, was when the person would call back and my mom would answer the phone. So one way prank calls, I love them. Two-way prank calls don't need any of that. No prank next. First take, your take, gets D-Wade's take on who could win the NBA Finals this season. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. On a day of love, of course, we always, every day, love. We consider him our very own now, Dwayne Wade. Earlier, he was back in his birth town, hometown, 
where he's originally from, born and raised Chicago, where the NBA All-Star Game will be held this weekend. Of course, Bam Adebayo going to be there, Jimmy Butler, some of the other guys going to be in some of the other skills challenges. Absolutely excellent. Always fun watching the NBA All-Star Game and the final score of 255 to 257, something like that. It's just great stuff. But first, take your take. You can hear it from one to three weekdays right here on 560 The Joe. Caught up with our very own Dwayne Wade. He talks about who is the beast in the East and the best in the West. Who do you have coming out of the East? Well, well, well. <laughs> Miami's uh, almost there. Who is there? I love what Miami's doing. Obviously, Milwaukee is the team that you, you have to take down. You know, you look at Boston, what they're doing. You know, those young guys get an opportunity. It is exciting. Bringing Kemba in is exciting. Mm-hmm. But until you – somebody got to beat the freak. Some, <laughs> you have to show us that you can beat this guy uh, right now. And he on, he's a man on a mission. And unless something happens, I don't see nobody beating Milwaukee. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't give a damn about anybody's opinion about the Eastern Conference. I'm thinking about – your boy out west. What, you ain't gonna the, even get an east. Well, I think it's Milwaukee. Right, okay. I think right. it's Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, he just I mean, wants to uh, talk about LA because no, he wants no, to be no, in what LA. What I'm saying, well, you wish it's always selfish. It, it, it is. Why you got to be like that? That's what I was your boy. But I was in Miami. You know me. I want Miami and LA. You know me. I'm green. So come. But here's the deal. Hopefully, we pray. But here's the deal. Your boy. LeBron James in L.A., okay. but so is Kawhi. Yes, sir. Um, as you look out in the West, and guess what? I get to ask you this question because you work on TNT. Yes, I do. Now, which means you got to give an honest opinion. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, is it your boy in purple and gold or is it the Clippers? I mean, what you looking at out West? So, the way, way. As I, this is how I look at it, right? I feel that the Clippers right now have a mental edge on the Lakers. Whatever that is, they have a mental edge on the Lakers. But what I'm afraid of with the Clippers is before they get to the Lakers, right? That letdown of thinking about just the Lakers and, and forgetting and, and looking over a team like Denver, right? Looking over a team like Utah, looking over a team like Houston. The Lakers, I feel that, yes, we all feel that with a LeBron and AD and the cast they have, that they are championship worthy, but the Clippers are still there. So it's going to be tough, man. I don't know. But Marcus Morris was added. So now we've got Beverly. George, assuming he's healthy, Kawhi, and Marcus Morris that can guard your 35-year-old best friend and superstar <laughs> in his 17th NBA season. Yeah. Have you talked to LeBron about how concerned you are about him Absolutely. going up against Fordue? Absolutely not. Okay. This, listen, he's been to the finals eight times. I think he I think he know what to Nine, It's not about LeBron. Nine, right? Okay, it's not about LeBron. It's about the rest of the guys on the team. We understand that. So, AD and LeBron has to show up for sure, but you got to have big play from Kuz. You got to have big play from Avery Bradley. You got to have big play from Danny Green and so forth and so on. So the Lakers, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, the, I got the Clippers and the Lakers. If I say game seven goes down to the last two minutes and uh, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. Kuzma's hairdo has me worried, Max Kellerman. Kuzma's hairdo, I don't know what's going on with him. Look, that's it. As much as it's a team sport, the team that wins the championship a lot of the time has a Dwayne Wade in his prime. You weren't Michael Jordan, but you're just about as good as anyone else, right? <clears throat> in your prime, you, you have that kind of guy, you win the whole thing. Kobe in his prime. LeBron in his prime. I look at the freak, I see a guy who's getting there. He's playing at an incredibly high level, but he, I see LeBron, I see a guy who's been there, still playing at an incredibly high level. I see Kawhi. Even if he's not at his best, what the freak will be or what LeBron was, his best is right 
now. And Dwayne, that's why I like the Clippers. Because they're deep, they're good defensively, Patrick Beverly, all that stuff. But when push comes to shove, they have a hungry dude in his prime. To that, you say what? I say I, I cannot argue with you on that. I, Kawhi has proven he beat us many years ago. He did it again recently. I feel that a good friend of mine is somebody I'm going to be looking at to really step up to this to this opportunity and this challenge is Paul George. We need Paul George to be Paul George if they're going to make it to the finals. And just like AD has to be AD that we all know he can be, it's going to be, to me, yes, the role players got to do their job, but it's a Paul George and AD. Who's going to step up and who's going to say, you know what, I'm not waiting on Kawhi, I'm not waiting on LeBron, this is my time. But what about this hamstring? Are you concerned? No, it's the third time. Very much so. Hamstrings are very tricky. Yep. I've dealt with it in my career a lot. Uh, they're very tricky and... Um, you know, hopefully good health, good rest and good doctors, but it is. It's mm-hmm. very tricky. It's nagging. Yeah. What's your take on Houston going small ball like Stephen A. will be doing in the celebrity game tonight? <laughs> <laughs> His I, roster. I seen your team, man. Good, uh, good luck. Shout out to Rail. Shout out to Lil Rail. Wait to get him a. Wait to get him a. They can uh, spit bars at least. His team. All of y'all from Chicago manipulated this, wait, man. Listen, we. It's, it's bad. It's bad. That's all right. But I'm gonna find a way. But I shouldn't have to like that. I mean, y'all talk about stacking the deck against a brother. You probably have something to do with it. You probably have something to do with it. Listen, I I said it the other night on TNT. I love. Houston is doing because they bought into what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I love the way Russell Westbrook is playing. This is my favorite Russell Westbrook right now. He is on attack. He is not shooting threes. He's going at it. So I, I love what Houston's doing. Who knows that they have enough because of the, the length of the Lakers and the Clippers, but they're going to be scary. I mean, along those lines, what they did really with with um, Houston is clear out, right, and let Westbrook attack the basket. There's no one there clogging up the lane, you know, yeah, and yeah. so then he could distribute to the shooters. That's what Philadelphia, I think, should do. I'm not arguing Embiid and Simmons can't coexist. They function at a very high level together. But when I look at Simmons, I see a guy where if he had his own team constructed around him, we could see something like what the freak is doing. What do you think about the Sixers? So Ben is someone who, and Ben knows this, I, I reach out to him all the time. For them to be what we think they can be, I think it's, it's on Ben Simmons. I think Joe Embiid is going to do what he does, but Ben has to be the one at the end of games. He has to have the ball in his hand. He, we can't hide Ben on the baseline. We need him to have yeah, the put ball him in the dunker hand, spot. Have the he, confidence yeah. to make the, make the 15, 17 footer. He can do it. I've watched him shoot this summer. I watched him work out. He can do it. He Why has to he unlock it? it. He has to unlock it and just stop thinking about it, stop caring, one play basketball. The, one of the things that I pay attention to, and I give so much props to people like you, Kobe, and so many others, when you're in places like South Beach and L.A., there could be a lot of distractions. So when you're a star in those environments, that matters. Now, that's not Philadelphia. So when I look at a Ben Simmons or somebody like that, and there seems to be something missing, I get very, very concerned. When I think about the Philadelphia 76ers, I think talent-wise, they could take anybody out in the East if yeah. they come together. Yes. What advice can you give guys about being ready, staying focused, doing whatever they need to do to maximize their potential in today's modern-day game? Well, don't wait. Giannis is not waiting. Right. I don't want like I love Ben. I think Ben can be a star star in this league. And I don't want him to wait and say, wait, my opportunity. Take it now. And I think a lot of guys do that. They wait and say, oh, next year or next year. When I came in third year championship, I got time to wait. Let's get this going. Let's get it on. So my thing with these guys, you have talent. Take that talent. And like 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 our friend and and a lot of our mentors and our idol and Kobe, take what you have and go at it. Go at them. Work, 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 work. And that's what I want to see these guys do, man. Guys like Donovan Mitchell. He don't have the 
attributes that some of those guys got, but he has that dog and he has that work ethic. That's why he's an all-star now. So I want to see a guy like Ben Simmons look at what Giannis did and say, I'm not waiting. I want to be league MVP now and not later. We'll never get tired of D-Wade. Great guy on the court, even probably better person off the court. That man knows his basketball. Lots of love to him, especially on a Valentine's Day. Always got some love for Hawk and Crowder. Those are my guys. Three to six right here on 560 The Joe. If you missed any second of the show this past week, and you shouldn't be missing any seconds because you should be listening or you should be listening to the podcast, which you can download wherever you get your podcast. You can go to the radio.com app or go to our website, bqam.com. But if you want the highlights, I got them for you right here with these Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Crowd pleaser. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. You had gum surgery because someday your gums will be small. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It really is when you <laughs> when you when you when you lay it out that way. It really is ridiculous. There's a highlight. All right, Solana, somebody wants you to say, Tina Turner wears tight pants. Tina Turner wears... Tina Turner? Tina Turner wears... Do you think I said Peanut Tillman? No, Tina Turner wears tight pants. Tina Turner wears tight pants. That's the highlight of my day. Hey, around. That's the only part you knew. I thought I kind of killed it. Wide, um. Cause you know how to shoot the three And you know now how not to play deep Look at this, the shift change Uh-oh. at Twin Peaks on a Friday I'm scared Glenn, get out the way, man Glenn, smile, Glenn, me looking at you Glenn, get your ass out the way <laughs> <laughs> Pretend it's Halloween, trick or treat Trick or treat Went to hang out with Lynn we went to the ladies and got some skin. Lynn, skin, Lynn, skin, Lynn, skin. Lynn, 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 skin. I think an almond, once you milk it, that's it. It's probably sad. it got to be sad. Uh, so we're right. going to have to come to some other agreement. Okay, we'll come to some other agreement. <laughs> I like. Earn more entries playing slots every day now through slots. March 21st. Hey, I'm here to play some slots. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, where are the slots? Trick or treat. They, like Sesame Street. And then why do they feel like they need an, a mean puppet? Like, Sam the Eagle was mean, the Grouch is mean. Was he mean or was he just firm? I'm a great husband. Everybody knows that. Mm. I went on my homeboy, went to hang out with Lynn. We went to the ladies and got some skin. There's different categories of, like, peanuts. And then they have, like, the red nuts that are much smaller. They're they're astronomically smaller. And oh, then you the have, pinto, like... Pinto beans. Are you thinking of grapes? <laughs> <laughs> they got their mommy dog puff up. Crowder totally crapped on Adam Beasley's hole-in-one in the last segment. <laughs> Dale and Bialy would be a great rap lyric for Pitbull and it would appeal to the Hispanic and the Jewish communities here in South Florida. I love the latchkeys. Excuse me, where are the slots? Skin, Lynn, skin, Lynn. I'm a meteorologist, guys. Okay. Don't question my intelligence. Right. I get offended easily. You know. Stan Day doesn't get that for the weekly recap. You have not done your job. Somebody uh, texts in. They want to know how your mouth is doing, Solana. I'm back to 100%. thought I kind of killed it. I'm, I'm pleased. That's it for the best of the Joe Show Valentine's Day edition. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I am heading out to Las Rosas right here in Miami 
to check out A Starry Night and Alien Witch. going to be a great free concert, so if you want to come, come on by, show me some love. I will show you love. We will love the music, and we will love the world together. If not, have a great weekend. Show some love to everyone, and get back here, and we'll love on each other. Monday night around 6 o'clock for the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 